Hey everyone, this is Mark and welcome to episode 56 of the Hard Rock Core Podcast. It has been a long while, over a month since the last episode with Frank Bello. I guess you can say taking some downtime, doing other things, playing some music here and there, which has been awesomely fun to get out on stage again. But for the podcast, just kind of took a little break, took some downtime, but now back with a new episode. So thank you for tuning back in and giving me another shot, or maybe my first shot, if this is your first time tuning in. You are appreciated. Before I talk about this week's guest, huge shout out to Iron Maiden, who has just put out new music on, oh my God, new album, Iron Maiden. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Artwork is killer. Songs, wow. I mean, you've got acoustic guitars happening on some of the tracks here. Not a lot of fast-paced songs here. More moody, dynamic. Um, Of course, they have their long songs. What would a Maiden album be without a a long song these days? You know, back many, many moons ago, it was like, oh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, 13 minutes. And now they're putting out three, four tracks that are all over 10 minutes. But anyways, Iron Maiden, thank you, thank you, thank you for the new music. But today, episode 56, I welcome a killer's confession frontman, Waylon Revis, who uh, I actually spoke with him earlier this year, but sadly, the media card was corrupt, so I couldn't get that conversation out. But now, got him, and here we go. Great conversation. We talk a little bit about tornadoes. We talk about cartoons. We talk about sobriety. We talk about replacing an original singer in a band for obvious reasons. We talk about being on tour. We talk about, obviously, the pandemic and being on tour. And what is respectful and what's right for you. We talk about his journey. And we talk all things. A killer's confession. They are gearing up for one of their biggest shows to history at Incarceration coming up here. And he's also hitting the studio again here in the next couple days. But by the time you're hearing this, he's probably already been in the studio for a day or two putting out some new music. Or I should say recording some new music. I do enjoy talking with Wayne. He's very open. There's nothing hidden. Always a great conversation with him. I wish the last one could have gone live. Again, my apologies. Media card got corrupt. My bad. But now, let's get to episode 56. But before we hit that play button and jump into that, you can always find me online at hardrockcore.net with links to all of my socials, including Instagram, Twitter, Spotify playlist, the YouTube channel, and of course, all of this, the podcast information. And now, let's jump to that conversation with Waylon from A Killer's Confession. How are you doing today? Dude, I am awesome. How about you? You're home safe. I, 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 not yet. Not, not yet? Not yet. I am still on the road, surprising enough. Um, I won't be home until the 13th. 
Okay. Okay. You got another another ten days out hanging out, I guess. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck in this bullshit situation where where I don't get to go home. Everybody else gets to go home, but I got to like float in limbo because of incarceration. And I'm going into the studio to start working on our new stuff. Nice. Good times for that. Yeah. Well, so like I go tomorrow, I, I drive to Fort Wayne and I'm with Sahaj for until incarceration working on new AKC. And uh, then after that, we leave everything in Ohio because uh, the fans are being worked on. We're having stuff done to it. And we're going, uh, we're flying home, and then we'll be back to, back out again in, November, in October, November. Wow, wow. So, so you, you, you're a busy man, to say the least. Yes, I am. And, uh, you know, it's like, I, like, honestly, I'm at that point right now, I want to be home. Um, I got one show. I got the incarceration show coming up, which is very important for the band. And I'm, I, but honestly, I'm tired. I'm just I'm I'm there. I'm tired. I just want to kind of like go home and rejuvenate and be with the family uh, and not have to worry about it. But for some reason, like it'll follow me. So like I'm never going to get away from it. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the question of the day has to be: Have you seen any tornadoes lately? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm so good. That's the second time we've been here, and there is we've seen. Yeah, the same time. It's like it's like what in the world is. It's like, get back to Florida. I'll deal with the hurricane. I'll deal with the straight up the beast from the east. I'll, I'll deal with that. Um, I don't want to deal with no hurricane. I mean, no tornado. Like, nope, nope, nope. Don't want to do with that. Man, that, that's just like, I've never, like, I live in California, so tornadoes would be, are very much an anomaly. But years ago, I was driving across country and stayed the night in Oklahoma. In the middle of the night, I hear sirens going off and I go, and no. Uh, wake up in the morning, tornado hit. No destruction on my, on my car, but it was just one of those things like, ah, I was like, I'm too tired and not even worried about it. I was probably pretty stupid at that point in time, though. Well, that's the thing. I like my mother-in-law was like, you need to get in the basement. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that either. So I want <laughs> head on. I was like, I want to see this. But I mean, it, it, it was bad. Like, it's like a, uh, we didn't get hit where we're at right here. But like, like there was some major destruction done in other places, and it's like, man, it's like, but the flooding here is worse than anything. So I'm kind of glad to be trekking out of here. I mean, I love being with my family and everything, but I'm just, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm good. We're, we're out. Well, yeah, I, I've seen all this. Like some friends of mine, um, are they're the opening band on the Soulfly tour right now. They're from here in Sacramento, and uh, they were sending pictures and like videos and stuff like the floods in the street in New York. It's just crazy right now. It is crazy. It's like I, the, the New York got hit real bad. Like watching it coming up out of the sink and stuff. I seen a couple of videos. I'm like, I don't want to do with that. Man. Like I said, it's like I've been on the road long enough to where I'm like, okay, I'm done. I, I'm actually, you know, it's like I want to go home. I've, I've been like, it's like we've been going at it a lot harder than a lot of a lot of bands are just now kind of kicking into gear, doing right. stuff, and we've been doing it for a while. And it's like I'm like. I'm ready for I'm ready for my rest. I'm ready. I'm like, okay, I'm good, you know. And we've been safe out here, and for everybody who's who's wanted, like we we've we've been we've been smart. We've been just staying, you know, following guidelines and not, you know, really being around people. What do you got? You have to sit. hold on. A second. <laughs> <laughs> you hear her laughing? I was like, it's, oh yeah, yeah. 
live Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, with... Uh, yeah, but what? <laughs> he's a perfect guy Oh, he's totally it. perfect. Good. <laughs> My wife hates Rick and Morty, but she sees Roy playing Rick. She's like, this is awesome. <laughs> well, actually, I'll be honest with you. Julie does not want to watch Rick and Morty, but if it's playing in the background and she hears some of the jokes, she laughs. Ah, uh, <laughs> you heard that giggle, didn't you? Like she's like, "Yeah, you're right." She just doesn't like cartoons. Just wait. Someday you're gonna wake up out of bed. She's gonna be sitting over there secretly watching on YouTube or something. You're like, caught ya. Yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. It's like she's like, she she's like, "How do you watch cartoons?" I'm like, "It's Rick and Morty." That ain't a cartoon. Thank you. That's that's a way of life. <laughs> yeah, car, car, cartoon cycle, you know, or cartoon shows, because, you know, Rick and Morty, you had the South Parks, the Beavis and Buttheads. All those things are just newer versions of that dark, twisted humor, you know? It, well, it all started with Ren Stimpy. Yes, yes. Powder you know, toast. Ren Stimpy was the dirtiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, like when I seen the uncut versions of Ren and Stimpy, I'm like, how did Nickelodeon let this go? Like, Wow. Like, I always knew something was odd about it, but when I seen the uncensored versions of it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, the way that the cartoons have, like, e e like you mentioned, like, uh, uh, the, the Ren and Stimpy, you know, even SpongeBob, you know, these things have, although little kids watch them, the adults watch them because there's adult humor in there. There is. It's like, well, how do you get the adult to watch with the child? You've got to throw that under uh, that, that, that underlying humor that, that the kid ain't going to get. Right. And then they're going to try and go, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. All that stuff is like that. So you just talked about being out on the road. And, I, and I, I've got to ask, because I look at, you know, obviously, you know, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Jonathan Davis, all these people out there getting affected by it, tours canceling. How did you guys manage it out there? And what did you see with the venues and the fans? And how how's it been out there with Gemini Syndrome? It, it was great with Gemini Syndrome. Nobody got sick. Um, it was just, you know, like, it seemed normal as normal could get, to be honest with you. Um, there was awesome. one club in, uh, um, where, where was that? Uh, Nashville. Uh, Nashville and St. Louis were right. We, we, it was like full mask, show your card all that, or take a test, like, it was like that, it was only one of them, but, I mean, it's just, be smart, you know, it's like, it, it's like, you're doing a show, we're still in the middle of this thing, um, I get a picture of you, just stand in front of the table, I'll stand behind the table, put that distance between, no physical contact, and right. that's really how you, you maintain it, just wash your hands, be mindful, you know, if somebody looks like they got the sniffles, <laughs> 12 feet. Well, I mean, it's like, it's, it's just one of those things. You just got to be, you got to be uh, mindful of your entire surroundings. And, uh, and it's like somebody gets civil, stay back for four days until I, I like you go get yourself tested, stay away from me. And that's how you got to run is that's because it doesn't matter if you got the vaccine or not, you can carry it. You can, you can spread it. You can catch right. it. Proving that right now. And it, which is just really makes me ask the questions like, what's the point of it then? You know, it's like, it's like, it's, that's not really what it's supposed to do. You know, a vaccine's a vaccine. Vaccine's supposed to eradicate something and it's not. So let's uh, go back to the drawing board, people. Let's figure this out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I want to see shows come back and I haven't been to, I, I've played shows here, but I haven't gone to um, a concert yet. You know, I, I, I've missed 
some of my travels have misaligned me with like the metal tour of the year. So I missed that. Um, but I know the venues here in Sacramento, uh, you know, Ace of Spades, 1100 seater, they're going to make everybody do the mask thing. And you, you saw a couple of clubs where they had to do the mask in the crowd. It was St. Louis was the, the, the one. And, uh, the other one was uh, Nashville, but they, it was like implemented the next day where all patrons had to show a vaccination card if they wanted to come in. So you're you're on stage playing and you see the crowd is masked. I, I, I've seen, yeah, some even you do always. You know, it's like some people wear it. Some people, I am in, in the you do you. If it, it's right. like I'm there with it. I'm like, you know, everybody needs to understand you can't force people to do anything, but the only thing you can do is do what's right by you. Right. I'm saying it's like that's the only true control you have over this world and anything is yourself. Right. So uh, I think a lot of people just need to like get back towards inwards and be look like what's best for you in this situation and stop worrying about everybody else. Worry about you. You cannot make change unless you change yourself. And oh, that's change true. will help somebody else change. But the fact is you can't change nobody. Only thing you can guarantee change is yourself. So that's how people have to look at this now. Right. That's how it needs to be looked at is like, stop trying to make, because all you're going to do is piss people off. You got stubborn people. You got people, I mean, and everybody's got a, uh, on all sides have logical arm, arguments for everything. There's logical, absolutely. I mean, on both sides and they're fighting and it's like, you got to stop because like the reality is you can't change anything. You can only change you work there and don't worry about it. True. And one small word that sometimes people mistake is respect. That if somebody's going to the show and the venue is going to require the face covering or they're going to require the shot or proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test, respect that. If I want to go see a killer's confession and the club says these are the parameters, I'm going to respect that. If I'm a a non-vax or non-mask wearing person and they say get a test and I'm going to come see you play. I'm going to come see you play. And I'm going to respect the rules. Yeah. And I think that's a respect the rules. If you don't want to get the vaccine, at least be tested. So like, it's like, and, and I think honestly with the way it's going, I, I, I care more about the negative test than I do the vaccine. Because even when you have the vaccine, you could still be a carrier and still yeah, true. I would rather see that negative test. The negative test is more important to me than the vax because either way, it, I, I would rather you not come to the show and, and and if you're sick and especially if you can get in and you're sick and you can get in because you got that that vax card, you're sick. You shouldn't be there in the first place. So, I mean, there, I mean, there's a lot of lines that, that people aren't looking at. It's like just because you got a vax card don't mean squat. Right. I want to see a negative test. I want to see it. Like, I think that. That you know, it should be part of your ticket or whatever, and to, to help uh, uh, f facilitate cost uh, because I don't want to put it on the the vendor, but I also don't want to put it on the patron. This 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 works something out here to where you go up and you take that test right there, and it's like boom. If you if you had it, you know, you, if if you got it, you can't come in. But at the same time, it's just like you should be responsible enough to be like, okay, if I'm not feeling well, especially in today's day, I'm not going to go anywhere in the first place. I'm right. Just, Thing. Respect, 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 respect me because I, I like trust me. I do not feel if I say between now and the the twelfth, and this is the biggest show that AKC's done. If I was to come down with anything, 
I will be there. I'd, I'd cancel as much as it might hurt me uh, uh, when, when it goes to w- what we're doing right now. I'm not going to jeopardize 40,000 people and be that person. Right. That's just being smart. Um, you know, it's like and I and I like I said, I'm not going either way on that. I think that I but I think right now that that testing is more important than vaccine because like vaccine is like people are getting sick still. And it's just not it's not a proven science that works, but we can handle if you're going to be out taking a test and and being able to know, OK, I shouldn't be around anybody. And and you do that, like you said, out of respect, but do it for yourself, too, man. It's like it's like it's a common thing. It's like, you know, you, this can kill people. It's like there's there are percentages of people that are not going to get it. There's people going to die from it. There, it. It is. And it's sad all the way around. But the fact is, you don't want to be that guy. You really don't. You want to no. you you want to keep everybody safe, especially in my position. It's like I would it, it would kill me inside if I got somebody sick and I hurt them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let, let's go to the bright side of this thing. You just got done doing some touring. And when you step on stage for that first time and you see the crowd, how does your heart feel at that moment? It's, 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 uh, it's changed uh, since pre-COVID. It's changed. Like It was the best thing that could have happened for AKC. AKC needed a reset. Um, we were spinning our wheels and we were really not getting anywhere. We were doing good, but we wasn't really do, getting what we needed done. Like we wasn't getting in front of the crowds <clears throat> and being the fact that we took the year off and uh, the band really needed it. And we rethought things and re uh, uh, figured out a new way to present ourselves and to re- how to release music and how to engage the fans. And we we, we had a new show. We, we started releasing songs one at a time instead of just dropping right. an album because we dropped an album right before this hit and it bombed it because, I mean, as soon as we dropped the album, all this thing got shut down and we got a, we got a full album music and no way to push it. Right. So what do you do? Well, screw it. I got another album sitting right here. Let's just start releasing one song at a time every month. You get a new present, you know, even if I can't be out there and then we get back out and it was, it was just right timing for us as a band because it helped us not be so frustrated with, with spinning our wheels, but it helped us go back to the drawing board and it not hurt us. We were able to on board and, and come up with a new, another game plan to find success with the killer's confession. And I'm not saying that we wasn't, but it was just, it was, it was, we were beating our heads against the wall, but like, why is this not working? Why is this not working? You know, and then finally it come back and it, it's like, wow, okay, it did work. <laughs> you know, it was, it was a, it was a needed break. And just that, cause sometimes in life you've got to sit back and you've got to realign yourself and you've got to yeah. find goals. And that's exactly what we did. Well, I, I think, you know, as through your career, and, you know, when you come in, what you, you're doing before AKC is this thing that we want to call a quote unquote business slash industry has gone upside down, inside out. There's no rhyme or reason to anything anymore. Nope. And taking the ability to know what you're going to release singles and do it monthly and put out videos. That, that's it feels like the smart thing to do now because you're maintaining public um, interaction when you put out an album. It's here and then forgotten two weeks later, it seems. It is. You're consistent. Yeah, you, you got to, like, like you know, granted, I'll take months off at a time. Like, like when I finish doing this release, like I said, I go in and start recording the, the next stuff. This Tomorrow, starting tomorrow, I start recording the new stuff. I have six more songs I'm sitting on, six, six or seven more songs. I don't know. 
I got I got some songs I'm sitting on right now. And uh, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, let's sit back and let's let's go back to the drawing board and let's write some new stuff. And then starting next year, we'll do the same thing. No, and I, again, there's no rules anymore. It's completely thrown out the window. It's not album, tour, cycle, video. Because now bands that are putting out albums are releasing three or four singles before the album hits. Whereas 15 years ago is one single album, single two, single three, and then you repeat the cycle again. So right. it's a different world. I don't even like like everybody calls. He said some of these are not singles. Some of these are just songs that are they're, right, they're, right. They're songs. Um, I've I've released how many singles? Three, honey. Remember trapped inside and 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 tell your soul. With yeah, that, that would actually be considered singles. Trapped inside, remember and tell your soul. And then I got another one coming. So four. But like during all that, I, I released other songs that are B sides or, or whatever you'll call them. Just like they're right. they're fan favorites. They're they're stuff I feel like the the, the old school uh, mushroom head and Waylon Revis fan would enjoy. I've released those, and uh, they've done well. But it also gives every song a, a a moment in the spotlight because it's the only thing new at the time. Right. I think it's a beautiful approach that bands can we can do this now and put it out there for the fans that way and not have it disappear. I love it. Uh, but it's the never-ending album, and I was like, fine, screw it. I just like because I see no purpose in just throwing away my my work just to watch it get flushed down. Watch two songs do well, and then twelve more just fall to the wayside and never do anything. Right. right. No. Really, that's what happens. One or two songs do really great, and then then the rest of them are just kind of like, eh, they're not these two songs. So right. if you give every song a chance in the light, it does well. So you, you mentioned Tell Your Soul, which I think is an incredible duet that you and Chad have done, and I think your voices blend incredibly well together. Thank um, you. What, what was that like working with Chad? It was, um, you know, being that we're in the middle of this and Chad lives in Arizona, I'm, I'm here. Um, no, not Arizona, but he lives in, in, in uh, Vegas. And it's like, I'm in Florida, he's in Vegas. We, we, really not feasible to get together. You know, it's like, you know, you, you're, you're states away, you're around people you don't know. You don't really want to put it in that situation. But, um, you know, it's like we, we got the track and we did a track before this. There was another track. And we both just kind of sit back like it's not good enough. It wasn't good enough. It was just like, it's okay. It's kind of hooky, but you know, it didn't it didn't have the meat and it didn't have the substance that okay. this song had. And when we when we decided to do another one, we it really made made us put our nose to the grindstone and make something that would be uh, memorable, something that would have a, a, a good purpose and a good meaning, and it just felt good. And uh, Tell Your Soul did that. And, you know, to have Chad on it, just he's such a great artist. I mean, legend. And uh, to get to work with him and to get to sing with him and, and to hear his ideas out. And it, it, it was great. It was absolutely great because he really pushed, like, the chorus. He's like he, – because, like, the first time we mixed the chorus, like, you couldn't tell if it was Chad or if it was me. Okay. If you Chad, you'd hear Chad. If you listen to me, you'd hear me. <laughs> And Chad's like, no, 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 no. He goes, that's cool. But he goes, I want to sing with you. And it was his idea. And he pushed this idea of like, we got to mix it to where you hear both of us. And you you hear and, and we're singing together. Because we had it where it sounded like 
that you, you heard what you wanted to hear. And it was crazy. It really was. Like, it's like if you really listened for Chad, that was all you heard. And if you right. really listened for me, that was all you heard. So Chad had this idea. And I'm like, dude, anything you want. He goes, he goes, man, he goes, it's, it's, I want to sing with you. And he, and we finally got it to that point where it just like, it just melted like butter. It was, it was a great mix. It feels good. And, and tell me I'm stupid if you want, but I hear something in this song that completely made me think about both of you about doing this song unplugged would make a monster in that, that center part with the vocals. If you guys did like really almost like Alice in Chains type harmonies that are very dissonant, uh -huh. man, just crazy. It would be nice. I mean, but like, like, like I said, like we got the, we, I got to do the song with him, but I mean, Chad's got mud bang going on now and I can only imagine um, the pressure that's under that because All of right. it. Comeback, um, not even come doing the comeback, but this is something the fans have been wanting for years. And because um, a lot of people are like, Oh, are you doing the song? I'm like, I am not bugging Chad about this. I want Chad to have all the success in the world with Mudvayne, and I don't want to be that you know, that little kid with a with tugging on the shirt on the side when he's right. got his eyes on the prize here. I want to just like let him, let's like. Let's get through this. Let's like let's don't worry about like the songs there. Everybody's enjoying it, but you know, I I, I totally get where you're at, and I'm not gonna be that dude. To just, <laughs> let's do this, you know. I'm not gonna even be that guy. So when it happens, it happens. We won't play it until I can. I, like I want to do the song with Chad because everybody's asking, "Well, why don't you just do it without him?" I'm like, "What's the point of that?" <laughs> you know, it's like, "What's the, it's like I did the song with him." And right. it feels, and I've said it a hundred times, and I'll say it again. It's just like I feel like it doesn't even feel like a collaboration. It feels like it's what the song's supposed to be. Yeah, it, it's 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 very powerful, and he's always had like a monster, powerful voice. And it would it'd be hard for any vocalist to stand up with him and do what he does. And the way that your voices came together says a lot about your voice, because I know people hold his power and strength in his vocals very high in high regards and you coming in there you you're right there with him dude so it's a very locked in presentation man i'm impressed well thank you very much man it's like uh, uh you know it's like i i've heard that a lot and uh you know but then then people go listen they're like and then i'm finally it's like i hate to say it less but i'm finally getting a fair shake from everyone to be like you know it's like a lot of people kind of chalk me up to being just a glorified hop guy and mushroom head or whatever you want to call it you know and i that was told that many years ago and now people were starting to really look at what i was capable of doing and giving me a fair shake and i appreciate that you know it's like it's like it's hard never like really being the guy that started and being that guy i had all i i came in uh and i took j-man's place so there was that comparison for years and uh and i had to i had to hold my own if, if, if that makes sense. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I did that by not trying to mimic somebody or try to sound like somebody. I was like, if I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it off of my talent and what I sound like. And um, AKC really is like, I was like, a lot of people are like, well, you're not heavy anymore. And I'm like, well, you understand, I really was never heavy in the first place. If you go back really in my history and you go listen to Three Quarters Dead, it wasn't really that heavy of a band. And they're like, oh, you're really good at it, though. And I'm like, but it really wasn't my style. It's like, I was like, I use screams in punctuation. 
um, you know, if I'm angry, yeah, of course I'm going to do a, a heavy song on that. But it's just like it's not my forte to be that that artist. But now working with Chad and, and people really starting to go over my discography and 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 start really listening to what I'm I'm capable of doing, they're like, whoa, like how did I sleep on this? And it, it's nice. Um, better late than never. It, it, it just does the least, you know. It's like, and I'm I'm grateful for it, you know. It's like. Cause I just, I, I never gave up. I, I never like, like, cause like a, a, a weaker person would have been like, fuck this. When, when like the fans kind of turn your dream into a nightmare and right. it, it, when, it, when you're under constant scrutiny of not being this guy and not being this guy and, and, it, and just living, it, it makes it, it makes you not enjoy what you're doing. But I never lost sight of the fact it's like, no, you, you'll you get it one day. You'll, one day you will get what I'm doing. And it seems like they finally are. And it's like, thank you. <laughs> that, that That's a great blessing. I, I spoke with somebody before recently and uh, from a band who they just changed singers and they, they put out a three song EP and they were talking about they want to make sure that their new singer gets a fair shake and don't want to, you know, people are always like you said, you know, you, you had replaced somebody and sometimes you don't get that fair shake because they're like, oh, you're not this guy or you're doing his parts. They're like, we, we want to put out more songs so he can live on his own and mm -hmm. breathe as a front man. As a, as a singer that has done it and survived. Like, right. the, it's like, it's not like Mushroomhead failed when no. it didn't. Not um, at all. But it, it, it was one of the things, man, it's just like, that's a tricky thing to do, and not many people have been able to pull it off. I'm right. not. It kills ninety percent, probably ninety five percent of bands. Oh, yeah. Place a singer, it does not work. There's only a few bands that've been able to do it and pull it off, and 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 can ha maintain that level of success they already had or go higher. Right. So it just <laughs> straight down the tubes because people get attached to that vocalist. And uh, and as a vocal and as a guy that's done it, it it's one of those things. It, it's a blessing and a nightmare. It's like, yes, you get an opportunity of a lifetime, but it's a nightmare to 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 try to walk in somebody else's shoes. And 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 I I I, I was kind of to the point like I ain't walking in those shoes. No, you walk that way. I would walk the opposite just to do that. I'd be like, no, that's what he would have done. That's not my style. That's right. I have my own style. And now with AKC, I show everybody it's like I I really don't have a style because I just do whatever I feel like. And that that's the freedom that I enjoy the most. It's the fact that there are no chains, there is no expectations. There is it, it it's really getting that point. It's like, well, what's next? And see, that's the artistic freedom I think all artists want, but sometimes you get so trapped into this is our sound. This is what we do. And they will repeat the same thing, but there's no involvement in career. ACDC, no problem. It works. 20-whatever albums, it works. Damn thing, man. That's ACDC, man. You could play that riff a hundred times. I don't give a damn. It's <laughs> right. But that you are right. It's like I am on this, uh, this journey now. It's like it is not even about uh, – it's not about fame. It's not about – it's not about anything that that inflated. This is just a personal journey for myself, and where we end up is where we end up. Uh, I tell people I could care less about fame. It's uh, it's fickle. It don't mean anything. 
it, it really doesn't. If I'm able to send my kids to college and and work and do this, that's great. But I could care less. I can. I, I am not out. I, I'm not out doing this in, in selfish intents, if that makes what makes sense to you. I'm not about that worship of uh, of an individual. It's like it's like if you enjoy my music, that is great. But don't ever put me on a pedestal. I'm just that dude. I'm, I'm I don't care for it at all. I'm I'm really at that point where I'm just like, you know, it don't really get you nowhere. You know, it gives you an ego, and then that's pride, and then 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 you let that supersede everything else and then then you fall and for every head you step on and and you let that ego fuck with people it's every ass you got to kiss when you trip and fall and yep. I, it's not about that life i'm not about it you know i appreciate my fans i love my fans they know that but they also all know that you can walk up and tell me about your life history I, I'm, I'm not gonna be that dude that's gonna be like i ain't got time you're small people just screw that I, i'm appreciative of the people that, that that are there for me and allow me to do what I do, and uh, like like I said, I'm on a I'm on a different journey. I don't I don't care to be a, a rock star or a rock legend or whatever you want to call it. Celebrity can go kiss my ass. I don't give a damn for it. I don't. It's not it's not for me. I want to I want to go up there and I want to rock the house out. And you know it's like I'm sober. I don't want to really go out there and drink. I don't want to do anything. But I want to see people smile. That's it. That that is that is that is it for me. That is the reward. It, but that's a reward that you'll never forget no. because that human connection is yeah. important, especially over the past twenty freaking months. Human connection has to be stronger than it was. I love people, and it's just like I just I just I just see it as like this is a chance for me to write wrongs and to write lyrics that might like interpret to somebody who went down my path or is starting to go down the path I went and let things get to them. And maybe they can listen and be like, Oh, you don't want to do that, but you want to, you're not going to like what you find. It's not it, it, when you're self-serving and, and, and uh, you know, and you let your ego write checks, you can't cash. You're going to lose everything and you're not like it when you're sitting there alone. And when you figure that out, you're better. It's like you're better off. And it's like I, I, so I'm on this journey of just writing music that just, it, it it really just dives into the the the, the human psyche and just of like how do you find yourself and how do you how do you make positivity out of negativity? Agreed. And you brought up sobriety. How long has it been now for you? Five years. Congratulations, dude. Congratulations. I appreciate the discipline there. People need that. It's like, I don't have problems with it. It, it, My daddy said it best to me. And yeah, I called him my daddy because that's my daddy. I mean, there's a father and there's a dad. You know, my daddy was a good man. And uh, he laid it to me a long time ago and I didn't listen. He goes, You're ready to quit. You'll quit. He goes, You won't need nothing. He goes, When you're done, he goes, You're a revis. When you're done, you will be done. But if you don't get that point, it will kill you. Right <laughs> out. And when I got to that point, when I was done, his words were more true than anything I've ever heard in my life. I was done. I didn't need to be held. I didn't need uh, to be coddled. I did not need to be uh, examined. My mind, but finally realized it was mind over matter. I didn't mind, and it didn't matter.
And that was my conversation with Waylon from A Killer's Confession. Always enjoy him, enjoy his openness, his honesty, and hope you, as a listener, enjoyed the conversation as well. As always, you can find me online at hardrockcore.net. Links to all of the socials, including Instagram, Twitter, Spotify playlist, the YouTube channel, and of course, all of this, the podcast information. Get out there and go check out A Killer's Confession. Go to their Spotify, go to YouTube, seek it out, press play, give them a listen. As always, stay safe, stay true, tell your family and friends you love them, give them a hug, and have an awesome day. Thank you.